This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day, every day, with takes from someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in, WIP Daily. Joe Giglio with you. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following the podcast, and uh, listen, I, I really appreciate the growth of this podcast has been exponential the last couple months. Really appreciate everyone that's listened and subscribed. And if you are a subscriber, click that auto download. You get them right away as soon as they go up. Usually put them up early in the morning, depending on when you get a chance to get around and, and check your feed. You'll get them right away. Auto download the WIP Daily Podcast. All right, you know what it's time for. It's time for my week nine NFL picks. Uh, this was one of the weeks I really liked Thursday. Uh, I did take the game. I took the Steelers. Obviously, not going to be part of this five uh, five games here because I do five every Saturday with you guys on the podcast. But I did like that game. So feeling good about the week. Off to a good start. Took the Steelers minus a two and a half. Five more games here as I try to move the record now and hit the 500 mark on the season. Uh, I, I feel like I've got a grasp on these teams. Now, now a lot of backup quarterbacks playing this week. But I feel like I finally took me about five, six weeks this year to have a grasp on the league. And I think I've got a good sense of what's going on. We'll see if it manifests itself its way into some picks for this week. All right, game number one, we're going to Germany. I love this game. This has got to be the best game that we've ever had overseas. I mean, usually these games stink. They usually stink where it's not much fun or it's one team's good, one team's bad. This game is going to be a little different because we have two teams battling now for the number one seed in the AFC. And obviously you have the Chiefs coming off an awful loss in Denver. Miami coming off a bounce back win. But I do think this is an interesting number and an opportunity for us to take Patrick Mahomes at only minus one and a half. That is a very tiny number. I'm going to back the Chiefs in this game. A couple things that are standing out to me. This is an outdoor game. Okay, in Germany. Winds projected 13 to 14 miles an hour on kickoff. Games with 10 plus mile-an-hour wins outdoor are mostly unders to the season. This could be a lower-scoring game. That plays more to the defense, which has been very good for the Kansas City Chiefs this year. The Kansas City Chiefs defense has been the underrated story of the season, but I think you throw some weather in there. It was windy, cold in Philadelphia a couple weeks ago, You know, in Buffalo over the years. I don't believe the Miami offense has achieved its highest heights in those kind of games. Okay, Now you have... You know, two big-time quarterbacks. You have some weather here. Mahomes has been really good in neutral site games of his career. And Mahomes, when he is a short favorite, is incredible. 
when he is minus three or less, he wins. I mean, he wins almost every single time. And this is what he does. He is a great, great, great quarterback in terms of being a favorite and covering on small numbers. I mean, this is his best thing. I mean, he really is. He's been great on the road, great neutral site. Last week, he had a terrible game with the flu. I just think it's a really good bounce-back spot. Miami's good. They'll still finish with a very good record, probably 12 wins. They'll go to the playoffs. I think they're going to win the AFC East. This is just a bad spot for them this week, playing Kansas City off of a loss. And I think this Kansas City defense hasn't got enough credit for this year, how good it's been. I'm going to take Kansas City, give me Mahomes in a short number, give me Reed in a short number, and give me them on the outdoors. I think the weather, the the place, it favors them. They've traveled more. They've played a lot of big games over the years. All these things kind of come into focus here. I think they will take down Miami in that early spot on 1 o'clock, or excuse me, 9.30 a.m., on Sunday. Our game number two that I'm going to this week, and you probably heard me say a few minutes ago that I took these Steelers. You're going to say, oh no, Joe, don't do it again. Don't go back to well. You're you're going to, yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots this week. I'm going to take the Patriots because the number is in a comfortable territory. I'm taking the Patriots minus two and a half. It's moved to minus two and a half over the Commanders. Now this number was about three and a half early in the week. I wouldn't, I'm not touching this thing over a field goal. No, I think this is a probably, a, I just don't, the Patriots haven't earned enough respect to be over a field goal, but under a field goal? I, look, Ron Rivera and that team, are, it's a dead team walking. It really is. You have a quarterback that is up and down, a quarterback who will throw picks to take sacks, and against the Patriots defense, he will throw picks to take sacks. I think Rivera has been a brutal coach in many of his years. This year, he's been brutal. Some fourth down decisions, some challenge decisions, some end of game decisions, Awful, awful, awful so far this year. So you will get Belichick as the clear coaching edge in this game. Plus, you're taking a Washington team who just told their players they're giving up. They're giving up this this season. I mean, they just went from trying to be that last wild card or fight to trading away Montez Sweat and Chase Young. I mean, that's a remarkable, remarkable swing for a team in just a week. I think the Patriots defense is coming alive a little bit here. I like the way they play most way the way they played mostly last week against Miami, and I think this week is a good week for them to get a victory. Look, if if Belichick can't be Sam Howell and a dead coach walking at home, he might as well just resign now. I mean, this is a this is a Patriots week. I'm going to take the Patriots minus a two and a half over the Washington Commanders in Foxborough. All right, let's go to game number 3 for this week. And I'm going to go to a team that I took last week for the first time this year. And it was a nail-biter. It wasn't like the most fun game to have some money on. But I did think it was the right play. And I think it's the right play. Again, the schedule is turned for them. And they're in a good spot in terms of where this game is and how the game is going to be played. I'm going to take the Carolina Panthers at home as a two-and-a-half-point dog, home dog, to the Carolina Panthers, uh, to the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to take the Panthers over the Colts, the Panthers plus the two-and-a-half points in this game. I just don't think the Colts should be road favorites where Gardner Minshew is quarterback. I, I don't think they've earned that. I don't think Minshew has earned that. I don't think this team is really that good. They're not getting good quarterback play. They're getting good running, you know, running the ball. And look, the Colts open as a dog and it's flipped down to the favorite. Teams that fit that bill since 2019 are 48-83 and 83 against the spread. This is an overreaction here. It is an overreaction reaction. And we have two bad defenses in this game. And when both teams allow 24 more points per game, which this fits, right? The under is is pretty viable in the game. So this could be a lower scoring game. I'm getting a team at home in a lower scoring game. I'm getting an opportunity here 
to to fade Gardner Minshew as a road favorite, I'm all in. And, and I do think that the Panthers are a little bit better of a team than they're getting credit for right now. They're, they're probably not the oh, and they're going to not win a game. Like they've actually competed a little more the last few weeks. They were up fourteen nothing in Carol in um in Miami in the game I watched a few weeks ago, and then they beat the Texans last week. I think they're turning things around, and I think that. Bryce Young in particular, post by was way, way more accurate. Way more accurate than he was before. I think he's figuring some things out. Plus, the Colts have been pretty lucky this year. and They're not as good as their record says. I don't think they're close to a, a playoff contender or anything like that. A lot of holes in that defense. And I think this is another week where Bryce Young will be able to throw the football with some effectiveness more than he did earlier this season. I think they made a good change at running back by getting Hubbard some more carries, getting Miles Sanders less carries. I, I And look, it's a Frank Reich revenge spot. Let's not forget that. Frank Reich fired by this Colts team, even though a lot of issues there were beyond him. I'm going to go the Frank Reich revenge game. Bryce Young outplays Gardner Minshew at home. The Carolina Panthers cover the two and a half points. Give me that game for game number three. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Our game number four, we're going to go to the big one we've talked a lot about in Philadelphia here this week. And while I do think there's a lot of reasons to point to the Eagles taking care of business at home because the Cowboys are untrustworthy, the matchup-wise, i got to take the field goal with Dallas. I think it's a very, very close game. A very close game on Sunday in the link between the Eagles and the Cowboys. I'll take the three. This could be a three-point game. It could be a two-point game. It could be a one-point game. Um, I, I think that is very viable. And a couple of things that hit me here. They've had success against the Eagles. Dax had success against the Eagles. The Eagles have not beaten the Cowboys in a real meaningful straight-up game since 2019. And a couple of things that are cl- very critical for this particular game. Eagles offensive line has allowed the most pressure in the league the last couple of weeks. Totally significant. And and obviously Dallas with Micah Parsons is a good pass rushing team. So that is huge. And when you think about the other part of this thing is turnovers. Okay, Dallas has excelled at taking the ball away and not giving it away. The Eagles have not taken the ball away enough. They've given it away. All that in a game that could be a toss-up game, you take the points. It's a division rivalry game. It's a game that has been mostly towards the Cowboys slanted that way in a while. And, you know, for a while now. And, you know, I also think we could get a lower scoring game than people think. Divisional unders are, are typically how this thing goes. Really, really, I think the defense will play better than you think. The weakness in the Eagles' pass defense could be a problem. And while I think they could run on the Cowboys, you know, they haven't run the football effectively for about a month here. So I, I think you take the number, you take the points, and you get yourself <clears throat> an opportunity in a very, very close division game. So I'll take Dallas plus the three for game number four. And game number five, I can't wait for this game. Great, 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 great Sunday night football game. The Buffalo Bills at the Bengals. Sunday night football. The number I'm seeing currently on FanDuel is the Bengals minus one and a half. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I might correlate this with a Burrow MVP ticket because I think Burrow is fully, fully back. Meanwhile, Josh Allen is a little banged up. Josh Allen's got a shoulder injury that's given him some trouble over the course of this week. I just I think about where these two teams are and are going. 
Buffalo feels like a paper tiger right now to me that is being held up by thread. They have, you know, they are they've played with fire this year, and in an AFC that's very crowded in the playoff mix, it could destroy them. It really could. Like Buffalo, I'm going to pull up their schedule right now, then we'll get more into the game here. So they are five and uh, actually they're five and three. Okay, I don't think they were locked to make the playoffs. I bet them before the season missed the playoffs a pretty big plus money. I don't think they're a lock. I, I, I think they're going to lose this game to Cincinnati. That's four losses. They'll beat Denver. They'll beat the Jets at home. I think they'll lose in Philadelphia. That's that's four. That's five losses. Okay, They'll lose to Kansas City. That's six losses. They play Dallas at home. That's a toss-up game. They have to go to Los Angeles. Not an easy game. Uh, that, that's the Chargers. And they have to go to Miami in the final week of the season. I think there's a real chance they get to seven losses this year and are ten and seven. Real chance they get to seven losses, and if they do, they are viable to miss the playoffs by a tiebreaker. I mean, look, they'll beat the Jets at home, they'll beat Denver at home, and they'll probably beat New England at home. So they got three more wins coming their way. That's eight, though. Um, you know, you talk about the other games, they probably will beat. Los Angeles, that's only nine wins. I mean, Dallas, I don't know if they beat Dallas, even though that game is in Buffalo. So we shall see. They're a This game is huge for AFC playoffs, you know, implication seating. And I just think about what Joe Burrow was able to you know, do the last couple of weeks. And he's come on here. He really has come on here. He has been incredible as a straight-up favorite. 20, uh, I guess, 19 games out, 15-4. and four. He's won three straight, eight touchdowns, two picks. He leads all quarterbacks the last three weeks in success rate and completion percentage. That is big time. He is a big-time quarterback again. He's a star quarterback again. Meanwhile, you know, you go back and look at the Bills. I mentioned their schedule moving forward, but they barely held on to beat Tampa at home on a Thursday night, they stink. They lost to New England. They barely beat... Tyrod Taylor and the Giants. They lost to Jacksonville. That's since they had their big moment. They, you know, they had their thing. This is what they do. They lost it. They lost to Jets in week one. Embarrassing loss to Zach Wilson. Then they ran off three straight like bullies. 38-10 over Vegas. 37-3 over Washington, even though two of those teams stink. And then 48-20 over Miami. And I was like, oh, Buffalo, they're still the class of the division. Since then, they really haven't played well. I mean, I, I think you look at their composite. Net, you know, totals are probably five. You know, they score the same amount they've given up the last four weeks, two and two. Could be 0 and four with a couple bounces. They haven't played good football. And now they have to go play Joe Burrow at what looks to be the best we've seen him all season long. I think it's a recipe for a really tough night for the Buffalo Bills. And then you throw in, let's throw on top of the whole thing, that Josh Allen is not feeling quite himself. That is significant. I mean, that that's a big thing. If he's not 100%, of course, the backdrop of this game is the last time these two teams played in. You know, Cincinnati, it was the DeMar Hamlin game, so I, I'm sure there's going to be the motions of that game on both sides. Last time they saw each other on this field was that night last year. Uh, that'll be a backdrop of this game. I do like on a short number. Look, if this is three and a half, I'm not betting it. But at one and a half on a short number, yeah, give me Joe Burrow. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals to win again and give themselves a chance to go and win the AFC North. So the five games this week, and I did, did take the Steelers um, Thursday night, liked them a lot, and they got it done tight, but Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Pickett late in the game. That's what he does. Chiefs minus one and a half, the early game Sunday. Patriots minus the two and a half at home against the Commanders. Give me a home dog in the Panthers plus two and a half. Give me the Cowboys plus the three in a tight game in Philadelphia on Sunday night. And then the Bengals, a Sunday late evening. Give me the Bengals minus the one and a half against the Buffalo Bills. Quick thing on all these backups playing. I'd be careful just to completely fade using spread the backups. The game's generally might not be what you think, and you could get caught. One I, I would look at, though, 
if Daniel Jones is cleared, the Giants are the play. The, the Raiders stink, and Aiden O'Connell is their starting quarterback. I have a rule: I can't like I can't give a favorite title to a to a backup or bad quarterback. Like how is Aiden O'Connell's a favorite this week? Okay, Aiden O'Connell's a favorite. Taylor Heineke is a th- over a field goal favorite. That's pretty big. I mean, you know, you you throw those things out there, and it's like really those guys are favorites at that significance. It is. Uh, it's not something you see every single day. So be careful with the spreads this week. Enjoy the football. Remember, auto download the podcast to get them immediately as they go up. You guys have a great weekend. Enjoy all the football. We'll talk on the midday show Monday. Thanks so much for listening, subscribing, of course, following, and. The YouTube page. Our YouTube page, 94WIP, is where you get all the video podcasts myself and Tucker Bagley put up. You guys have a great weekend. We will talk soon on WIP Daily. Thanks so much for being part of it.